All right. Uh huh. It's out now. Sure. Yep. See, I knew it. Knew it. Left off, and the clock has started. That Pixel Life. This is episode 241, recording on April 30th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be discussing uh, mergers and acquisitions possibly falling apart. More video games coming to uh, becoming series and shows. Uh, and, you know, we're going to have a visit but to the trailer park. We're going to do some other things. But to do all this, I have with me as always. Shannon, burp into the mic more. I got nothing. <laughs> What's up, guys? How much, man? How you been? Uh, up oh, there it is. There got it. Is, it. Yeah. All right, nail it. Cool. Uh, I'm good. Glad, I'm good. I'm glad you did it yet again. That's that's awesome. That's <laughs> well, you know, the other one's probably going to be for the cold open, right? Like, so you know, yeah. there's a, there's going to be like a good thirty to forty seconds before the crowd gets hit with another one. So it's fine. It's good. So now I know just uh, fast forward about two minutes. Well, it's too late now. Um, (laughs) Everybody's been subjected to it. Yeah, yeah, right? Also, (laughs) joining us is Justin. Sorry, my son screamed in your ear, Carter. It's your boy. See, I wasn't sure if you're going to hit me with that or the Justin, please edit out Shannon segment, Carter. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that'd be pretty good. Yeah, if I was quicker on my feet, I would have done that. Summer's here. Let's just say that for for Phoenix. It's in the 90s now. It's disgusting. Uh, Air conditioner is on all the time now because it is just unbearably hot outside and it's not even May. You know, I have to say it was pretty weird uh, this week. Uh, We had like one day, like I think Wednesday this week, it was like 70 and we were like, oh, this is great. And then weather was like, oh, you like that? And then like Thursday, it was like 90. And we were like, whoa, 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 you got to pull this back a little bit. Like it's a little too hot. Like you got to you got to work it in over here. Like you can't just be like Arizona and just like hit the hit that like triple digits like the next day. So, you know, so I am excited, though, because next weekend I get to get out of the heat and we're coming. We are coming to California and we're going to Disneyland for a day, but we're also going to Universal and I get to go to Nintendo World. Oh, nice. nice. What, days, what days are you going? Uh, Saturday, Friday, cool. Friday and Saturday. Cool, because it's supposed to rain like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week here. Yeah. So. so hopefully you should just miss it. Yeah, <laughs> be good. Uh, do you remember that conversation, Shannon, we had? It was a couple months back, right before Justin's last trip, where we were like, <laughs> dude, you go to Disneyland all the time. And he's like, no, no, I don't at all. And like, it's like three months later, going back to Disneyland, guys. I'm well, pretty sure where he gets his tattoos is like right next door to Disneyland. So he's just <laughs> like, we might as well just do this while we're here. So it's one of those things where, because it's going to be me, Megan, Megan's mom, and Megan's brother, Killian again. And it's one of those things where, soup, like, to just go for Nintendo, like Universal's not that big, and like there's not that many rides and whatever. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo World itself isn't super big, and they really only have like the Mario Kart ride, 
and whatever. So to kind of justify like the weekend out there, they wanted to do a day at Disneyland in addition to Universal since Universal's like an afternoon and you're done. It's not like an all day thing. So are you hitting Disneyland on Saturday or are you hitting Universal Studios on Saturday? Uh, I, think I think that would make a big difference, right? Because like it's not peak travel time yet for summer school students. So like if you go on Friday to Universal Studios, I feel your chances of enjoying Super Mario Land are better since you've gone to Disneyland so many times. You could just go to Disneyland on Saturday and then kind of like pick and choose what you want to do. Yeah, because I think we are going on Saturday. But it's okay. also so it's one of those things, though, too, where like Indiana Jones like has been under renovations. It was under renovations last time when we went and same before. So I never got to I haven't ridden it since my very first time going to Disneyland in like 2001 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be open. And then Haunted Mansion has been closed every time I went because it was closed for them removing the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff and then was closed for them putting the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff up. So I never got to ride that either. So there's still stuff. And then Toontown has been closed. And that's finally going to be reopened too. So you can ride Roger Rabbit and whatever else. So there's a bunch of stuff that it's like, I want to do this stuff I haven't got to do yet. Yeah, so one of my uh, one of my friends at work, uh, he went to Disneyland I think uh, two weeks ago, um, and he's a big Disneyland guy with his family. And um, they said he said Toontown was pretty cool. Like the renovations were were pretty good. Eh, well, I mean, has Toontown ever been cool? Let's be honest. Well, like, okay, so the problem with Toontown was there was no shade, right? Like you yeah. just went out there and you died in the sun. Um, and apparently they've created like a lot more like shady spots for people to enjoy out there. And I think they put in like one or two rides in that area too. So now there's more of a reason to go there other than just to die of heat stroke. Yeah, so. I think they also added like a kid splash pad area too in there. Nice. To- yeah, the uh, I remember when Toontown first opened and I was a child and my parents <laughs> took my sister and I to go there for... Uh, a vacation and I remember being a kid in Toontown being like this sucks <laughs> like I was I was the target demo for that whole area <laughs> and we got out of the Roger Rabbit ride and I'm like why are we here this uh hmm, can we go back to Space Mountain please like, because the only two people that are in Toontown that want to hang out with you are Goff, are Goofy and Donald, and apparently everybody hates both of those two motherfuckers. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, there was, there was feedback. There was feedback for last week. You know, like, Jesus Christ! I mean, Jordan just came out guns blazing, just put me up on the wall real quick there. So you know, good, good looking out. Sitting there, I fucking hated Donald. Just standing on the side healing, useless bastard. And I'm like, whoa, boy, calm down, man. Just come off the ledge. Point point on this dummy where the duck hurt you. Yeah, I mean, this is a real trauma when our man was like 10 years old. He's like acting like Donald like slapped his wife's ass in front of him or something. (laughs) Like GameStop. (laughs) He's like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Ugh, man. Wow. Rough times, rough times in these streets for uh, Toontown. But <laughs> dude, when you when you talked about it too, and you're like, when I was a kid, I pictured you dressed as like Oliver Twist and everything <laughs> black and white, and you get off, you get off the Roger Rabbit ride, and you say something, but there's no words, and then the text comes up, and you're like, this sucks. 
He's dressed like a miniature Donald Duck. <laughs> Pulls the goofy hat off and just throw it on the ground. A, Shannon's just as old as I am. B, this was like 1991. This was like right after Space Jam came out. You would have figured it would have been a lot cooler. Like, but. like talkies existed then. Just <laughs> talkies. You know. Dude, I, I can't yeah. even. I don't even think I've ever had a Taki, if I'm being real with you. I just stick it with the. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother generation. I just stick it with the uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos. No, dude, it, it, a Taki. Dude, you, like listen to what he said. A film that has spoken <laughs> dialogue, not just like. Oh my god, that's awesome. Snack. Not <laughs> the, the snack. No. The, the terminology is so old that Justin thought you were referring to a yeah. food. Yeah, it went like, completely over my head, as you can see. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. I've never I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Oh Justin, oh why don't god. you go ahead and land this plane? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we've peaked, bro. Like we uh, ain't getting <laughs> You know my guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's more that I'm just feeling like I'm fucking the guy from Indiana Jones turning to dust in front of myself. Zach's oh, sitting there and god. he's like, Thanos was right. <laughs> yeah, Thanos was right. Snap, oh, snappy damn. bastards. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. I'm crying. Fifty percent was too lenient. It should have been a hundred. <laughs> Well, uh, if we're talking uh, leniency, no, embarrassing things from the 90s. Uh, Shannon, can you give us a blow by blow of the goth wedding you attended? Because that looked entertaining as hell. Oh, dude, it was so okay. So we show, I'll tell you what, it was great, right? It was Wait, fun. When, when was uh, this? Preface this with the time here. It, it was yesterday. Uh, so oh, it was Saturday okay. uh, from uh, 12 to we left at about seven o'clock at night. But Yes, it was a it was a goth party. Um, it was a the the two people are metal heads, uh, and so like they decided to have a gothic themed um, wedding um, where they were going. They've already been married, so they're renewing their vows. So there's a little bit more freedom, right? Um, so um, we show up. Um, it was a perfect day, like seventy degrees. So like wearing all black wasn't going to cook our insides while we were sitting there. Um, there was a lot of like metal music being played a lot of Marilyn Manson and nine inch nails to kind of break it up when like the guitar riffs were getting too heavy for the littles to take. Um, there was excellent food. Uh, they got a, uh, a street vendor kind of like set up with like street tacos, um, nice. to kind of like, you know, soak up the, uh, <clears throat> absinthe that people were drinking. <laughs> um, yeah, because tacos yeah. and absinthe. I mean, it's like yeah. ketchup and mustard. They just go together. I was gonna say the uh, the main. I mean, like the funniest part was like, you know, w- we were at the precipice at like, you know, so we get there starts at twelve. We get there at twelve thirty, um, and we're you know saying hi to the people that are there, the early birds, kind of helping set up. And out of nowhere, one of the other ladies that was there, like I, be- I guess had pre-gamed and was like then like you know going hard in the paint like before Ooh. the wedding even started and just like took out like a whole shrub like right out the bat like just Love it. like all over the driveway all over the side of the you know side of the house my uh wife decided that she was going to be the you know she was going to take charge of that mess and like hose down the uh the driveway and the uh the side of the house make it look all uh nice again for the other guests who were going to show up and at that point, I was like, this is either going to go really bad mm-hmm. or, you know, we're going to write the ship and everything is going to go off without a hitch. And nope, nope, that's that's not what I, my thought process would have been. I would have been like, well, 
Mazel tov to you guys. I'm going to take my children out of here and uh, you guys have fun. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel kind of like was looking around like, you know, he he uh, you know, he kind of didn't know what he was going to wear. So he ended mm-hmm. up going with like a skull shirt and some like black sweatpants. But like some of the people that were showing up were like dressed up as like people from Slipknot and like, you know, some other like metal bands where like they had like some like, you know, real dark like eye makeup and then like a mask that went over their face. Um, long hair, a lot of water, um, like to keep the hair wet all day. Um, you know, it was it was good. It was interesting. It was fun. Um you know the vows went off without a hitch the groom like you know wrote a song for the for the bride it was it was it was cool i liked it nice awesome yeah i went i'm not i'm not a goth guy myself so i went i kind of went for the uh like my chemical romance look with like you know the black with like the red tie like you know the uh you know sure sure stands out pretty good so yeah it was good i just want to say that i appreciate that someone threw up in the driveway and Zay's first instinct was like, oh, dude, I deal with this all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take care of this right now and clean this up. Yeah, she's like, she went right into like parent mode and was just like, I got this. It's cool, guys. Don't worry about it. And I was like, dude, I would let somebody else deal with that right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is why we all love Shannon's wife because, mm-hmm. yeah. She she is that type of person. It just naturally, Man, she got so many amazing. kudos. She was just like walking around taking she was like the professional photographer for everybody. She was taking pictures. She was like getting interviews. She was making sure there was like a vote for like the best goth like there. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. best goth won a prize. She was like rounding that. I was like, man, I was like, you're doing so much work. Like we're just supposed to be patrons here. But yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's her nature. Zays are for helping. So she's a good she's a good helper. Now now did it write the ship and go okay or was the the shit storm just fully was it a cat five no no escape no it was uh they the ship did get righted oh, good, um, you know good. it was just that it was just that one per, one person who kept continually kind of like you know trying to tip the boat but um you know after after a quick couple instances people were like okay like we're gonna put you in a box (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna put this one we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sequester you in your own little area you could deal with it over there is that code for i called you an uber and threw you in it and uh i'll see you tomorrow no that was that was we found a comfy place for you to sleep this off and put a bucket next to you and just ah yeah excellent excellent Mm -hmm. yes good times well i'm glad that went well yes it was Uh, it was fun Mazel tov to the happy couple, you know, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Um, I, you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, the the groom wore um, vinyl pants. Yes, yes. Shiny vinyl pants. And it was a sweaty, sweaty day. I So I wonder if his legs look like two prunes when he took them off at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's commitment. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully there was some, uh, some talcum powder on the inside of those pants, you know, just... Uh, so- it sounds like a lot of chafing. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a lot of chafing. Um, <laughs> have you ever attended a, a goth wedding, Justin? You know, I can't say that I have, but it sounds like it would be a fun time. I think I could, uh, I have the stuff that I could pull off attending a goth wedding. You got your, you got your early 2000s pants that like are, you know, 18 inches around legs with big straps and all that stuff and see i don't have any of those anymore i wish i still I used anymore to have of- anymore he <laughs> says yeah. 
<laughs> but you notice that anymore was quiet, right? He's yeah, like, no, I don't yeah. have any of those anymore. <laughs> uh, he, was hope, he was hoping to sneak that one through customs, you know? Like. <laughs> They're like hidden in a box. It's like breaking case. This becomes yeah. cool again. And dust them off. But, you know, I have like the early Hot Topic shirts and stuff still. Like I have some like Atreyu and uh, I think I still have like some sweatbands or like little studded bracelets somewhere. Now, you see, that's the thing. That's see, that's where I was confused, too. Right. Because when you hear goth, like you immediately assume Hot Topic. Right. Which is fine. You used to be able to get a lot of gothic stuff at Hot Topic. But nowadays, like Hot Topic is more of like if you want a band shirt or like, you know, a girl wants to look gothic. OK, that's fine. If a dude wants to look gothic, it's not happening at Hot Topic anymore. Like you got to go like someplace else to get your stuff because like, you know, everybody who was there was very tasteful. It was more like the elegant side of goth, right? Like mm. the like the vampire like look without like the vampire teeth and the big cape, right? It that, was like, you know, like there was Vic- a lot of Victorian very- goth thing yes yes there was a lot of victorian goth going on there and then there was a couple people that were like just meddled out like that's cool so you know it's like it was cool to see everybody's interpretation of goth yeah i mean yeah i i suppose the victorian goth for men is kind of a a foppish look with a lot of black but Mm -hmm. very much a rapscallion kind of look you know Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm not a not necessarily a corpse has been kind of look, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's what see that's what I'm thinking. Like the big like big metal ball like chain necklace with yeah. the uh, the little like respirator with little glow lights on it and stuff. <laughs> like black you were like the nails. In, yeah, you were like the industrial uh, like goth, right? Yeah, like, industrial no, rave yeah. goth. Yeah, yeah. Shuffling, fit, gotcha. the neon belts. You did you own a on. Did you own a, a long sleeve fishnet shirt? No. I never, I did. That was a long pause, Shannon. (laughs) That was a long pause. I'm just saying. Look, I thought about it. I wouldn't (laughs) give you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. (laughs) Oh, man. I also also have picked up over the years when the voice goes up on the no, that that usually (laughs) means no, no. Oh, so good. But yeah, we did have a, uh, so we had a, Zach and I have a mutual friend, Carlos, and uh, he showed up in full like crow face paint. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And like he went dad goth, right? So he had, um, so he had the face painted uh, and he had, but he had like a misfits like sweater vest, which Uh was really funny. And then he had the fishnet shirt underneath. And then he had suspenders, like skeleton suspenders. And then he had a snakeskin fanny pack with some like black dicky shorts and some Crocs that he had put spikes in, like through the holes, like put spikes mm-hmm. through the top of the, the holes. Um, it was a full, complete look that I appreciate. And then he forgot that he needed something before he got to the party. So they actually had to go to a grocery store dressed oh, up in amazing. their like full fit. <laughs> like people recording him in case in case he was going to pull anything weird. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, people were like, oh, this guy's doing it for TikTok. Like, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see what they do. <laughs> well, so, yeah. and the irony of all that is like Carlos already owned all of that stuff. He just yeah, went yeah, through his 100%. and just pieced I mean, together. That's pretty much what he said. He said, minus the face paint, this is how I dressed when I was in high school. And to his point, he's he was it's true. Like, I mean yeah. he was one trench coat away from like, you know, dressing up like he did in high school. Man, and he hung on to that trench coat to the bitter end too. I mean, I think <laughs> I think smelled like 
10 rotten animals and was just falling apart at the seams. Like, bro, you are 20. What's that? I was just like, he was the trench coat kid at school. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, and, you know, we graduated high school in 97. I want to say it was 2004 or five when we finally had like the trench coat intervention of like, bro, no, you can't do this anymore. Like, please, please don't. He's like, it goes with everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the, uh, yeah, it's it's fun to like look back at some of that stuff that was fashion. Like, okay, the, is it? Well, you you just <laughs> you made me think with the uh, when you said the dicky shorts, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I spent my basically twenties wearing those shorts, like. I, I had them in gray, in tan, in black, it, you know, ch- you know, patterns. I had, those were the shorts I bought, right? And one day, I want to say it was like 31 or 32. I just like, me and Carlos were doing something and I got a new pair of them. And I took them out of the drawer, put them on. I was like, the fuck am I wearing these? These look so <laughs> stupid. Like these are the dumbest looking things I own. You know, and it's like, cause, cause it's just the huge straight. It's basically the double knee pant, but they stop at the, at the knee. Right. So you have this huge hole where your leg goes through. And it's like, I don't have little stick legs, but it looked like it in these shorts. Cause the hole is so massive. And I'm sitting there like, I've been doing this the whole time. This looks so dumb to me. And it was just literally, I woke up one day and was like, nope, can't wear these anymore. And I, I, I got rid of all of them. All of them. And it's like literally the only thing I wore for a decade. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very... funny how those habits die. Yeah. With a uh, with bang, not with a whimper, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they all, went, they all went to Goodwill that day. I was just like, nope, we're done here. We're, we're moving on. Um, yeah. What what time did you stop wearing your uh, glow in the dark respirator, Justin? How how old were you when you were like, "This is stupid. I can't do this anymore." <laughs> like I would say, early high school. Yeah. Because like, the, <laughs> wait, like oh, wait, wait, hold on. When did you start wearing the yeah, respirator? That... Also that early high school. Like, yeah. Well, I was gonna say like eighth grade, <laughs> probably. So it was like a couple because like the dicky to Zach's point, like the dicky shorts thing that was like seventh grade. Mm-hmm. to about maybe sophomore maybe junior year i can't remember because i did not wear denim for the longest time i i refused i just did not wear denim jeans and then uh-huh. i finally like i don't know what happened but i like tried on a pair of american eagle jeans and i was like holy shit these are comfortable <laughs> and it changed my life <laughs> it was it was eye-opening yeah, but, you know, also a lot of my high school fashion was, like, going to Goodwill and to, to really do the, like, scene kid, emo kid, whatever yeah. phase, like, you had to go to Goodwill, you shopped in the girls section for jeans, and then you cut the pants into <laughs> shorts, and that's what I wore. <laughs> okay, I'm learning a little bit more about you every day, Justin. Yeah, so to get I the mean, true skinny jeans, because, like, their skinny jeans didn't really, like... It was really just like girl jeans were skinny jeans. That was it. Like otherwise, like men's pants were like dickies and like whatever at that point. And then 
they started that's American Eagle started to come around and they had like the the skinny or like men's fit but like for the true like the tighter your pants were the more of like a scene kid you were like an elder scene kid the tighter your pants were <laughs> elder scene kid uh, yeah um yeah see like for people such as yourself or Shannon who actually were skinny teenagers you could do that me on the other hand I was not I was not a skinny teenager by any stretch of the imagination. So that sounds torturous to me. And, you know, and, and my fashion choices were very much dictated to, oh, I'm a large kid. I'm going to wear more clothes to cover up the fact that I'm a large kid, which, you know, in retrospect, bad choice only makes you look like <laughs> you're a big guy wearing a ton of shit. You know, like <laughs> also you're hot a lot. I mean, that's your state naturally, but now you've layered Clothing on top. It's like, it's just a bad choice all the way around. But you know, you know what you had going for you though, is that like you were a teenager in the years of grunge, right? So it was just like a black t-shirt and a flannel, like went a long way with like just some regular jeans or dickies that like you could get away with a lot with that. And like, yeah. Or just the black zip up hoodie, Mm -hmm. you know, that like just covers everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could get away with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See like middle school, Justin was like dicky shorts Osiris shoes, uh, like a skater shirt, whatever, and then sometimes have the the double shirt. That was a big thing when I was yeah, in middle school. Yeah. Have the unbuttoned shirt over the t shirt. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. So that, and then graduating into high school, that's when I had the you know, like Converse, Vans off the wall with like the girl jeans, Motion City soundtrack t shirt. Yeah. See when. No, but what was like twenty-five-year-old Justin's wardrobe choice? Is it is it basically thirty-five-year-old Justin's wardrobe choice? Like, yeah, no, there was so, a laugh there, so I'm a little. Well, I'm, I'm, there's going to so, be some sharing. So one of my favorite pictures. Oh, I promise we'll get to video games at some point. Yeah. This is just really interesting to me. Yeah, what encompasses <laughs> uh, the beginnings of like early twenties Justin wardrobe is. This, there's this picture at my parents of Easter one year where the whole family took a picture together in the backyard <laughs> and I had black hair. I had my red Levi pants on. Mm. Uh, I had a like rainbow dinosaur belt and I was wearing a shirt that said, I set my fucking friends on fire <laughs> with like neon letters and we're all just standing there. And I'm like the odd fucking one out <laughs> of like everyone's dressed all nice. And that, that was like, this is my nice clothes. <laughs> like this is what I'm uh, wearing right now. And that's the man Megan fell in love with. Yes. Yeah. I remember back in the early two thousands when it was like really cool to have different bell buckles, like all the time, like everybody had just like 20 different bell buckles that they were wearing, like, and they were in rotation. Yep, I had an NES controller one, a Poison mm-hmm. Mushroom one, Adventure Time with Finn's head mm-hmm. one. Those were like my three go-tos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never did that. I never did. Really? I never partook. No. Man, yeah, I was. I, I fell into that scene pretty hard for a minute there. It was just, it was gross. Now I got all these belt buckles that I don't, <laughs> and I hardly wear belts. But that's but, because I'm, I'm, I've grown in girth, and uh, all my pants are a little snug now. As they the Notorious did. B.I.G. would say, you've gotten larger in waist and taste. So, yes. yes. But the... Uh, so, okay, Justin, last last follow-up. <laughs> yes. What age were you when you were like, I have to stop dressing like this? <laughs> like, did you, you put on, <laughs> did you put on the outfit one time and be like, nah, nah, I'm not. Like, nah, we're not doing this. So, funny enough, it was... 
even when I, me and Megan started dating, I, I still mm-hmm. dressed like that. And then at one point, Megan was like, the red pants have to go. The purple <laughs> pants have to go. The whatever. So I was just like, ugh, like it was time to retire them. So I folded them up and threw them in the trash. I'm, like, I'm proud of her. She was looking out for you. Yeah. Like, she's looking out for your boy. I still Real- wear like a lot of the stuff that I wore back. Not that I set my fucking friends on. I don't have that shirt <laughs> anymore, but. I kind of wish you did, though. That sounds like a rad shirt. <laughs> I know, that's actually. a pretty cool shirt. Yeah, I'll have to find the picture. I think I have the picture somewhere. I'll have to find it to show you guys, because it's pretty great. Can I just ask you a real quick question? Like, Justin, like, why are you... Is there a solar eclipse happening in Arizona right now? Like, how come it is so dark in your <laughs> in your room? You're right, it is pretty dark. Uh, <laughs> Echo, turn on bedroom light. <laughs> Echo, brightness 100. And now we know we can. And now we know we can totally mess with Justin during the podcast by yelling things at Echo. Yeah, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast out loud, if you have an Echo, I'm sorry. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're just like three in the morning. Yeah, in the background. Oh, that's great. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the lesson here. Uh, you know, listen to your partner. They, they, they see you every day. They know what's good for you. Just, you don't see yourself. They do. They see the reactions you get when you're out with your, set your friends on fire shirt and your <laughs> bright red pants. Like they, they know. So just, you know, maybe tap in once in a while. Be like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, so you, you think I look good? And if that re- initial look on their face is, ah, I'm not sure if now's the time I want to hurt their feelings. Maybe, maybe just, you know, well, what do you think I should wear? Maybe toss one of those out. You know, like, that, that, they won't lead you wrong. Um, <laughs> Justin's ready to kill me. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, speaking of killing things, let's talk about how the UK killed Microsoft's acquisition. No? Nothing? No? no? Okay. It was, um, it was a good transition. Thank I you. Thank it. you. All right. uh, I was met with blank stares. But um, Shannon wasn't even picking at his nails, so I don't even know what to do with this. Um... But yeah, the UK regulatory body decided that due to cloud gaming, they were going to block the acquisition of Microsoft and uh, Activision Blizzard. And so this thing has kind of hit a major snag. Uh, Microsoft has said they're going to appeal it with Activision Blizzard. Both sides are saying they're appealing this to try to make the deal happen. And essentially saying like, uh, the UK regulatory body just doesn't get it because they said they the only thing they blocked this on was cloud gaming. And they're like, cloud gaming is such a minuscule part of this entire deal that you could almost, you know, the, the whole point is mobile gaming, basically, is the point of this deal. And uh, so that's, that's how they're going to do it, maybe explain their position a little better upon appeal. So it's not dead, dead, but uh, it's definitely hit a roadblock. Definitely going to stall it before their June deadline that they had had set. Um, your guys' thoughts? Well, Justin, do you want to go first on this one? I'm just surprised that something like that like held it up. Like this has been a thing for like how long has it been since the acquisition? It's been a couple years, right? Uh, it's been, well, it's been two years, I think. And they, they had said when it started that like June of this year was their like 
projected deadline to get it done. So it's been, they knew it was going to take a while. Yeah. I just couldn't believe that it kind of, it took two years. And then like now that that's going to happen now though, everyone's kind of like, Whoa, maybe this isn't such a good idea. And they're like pumping the brakes on this when, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, they're already, I don't know for more or less like merged together at this point. Uh, So, I don't know. I don't think it's really going to, you know, hinder or stop anything. Like, it's just a minor hiccup, I guess, in terms of it happening. But I don't see a world where, like, it doesn't happen now or something like that. Yeah, I, it's weird because, like, it's, cl- it's cloud gaming, right? Like, what is the big issue with cloud gaming that would block the merger? Like, what are they so concerned about in the cloud gaming market? I mean, is it just because Call of Duty is such a big game that utilizes that feature? That is an issue? Like, I think, I think it was that, you know, they're essentially that no other service out there offers any, kind of platform for cloud gaming on a major level. And then this would basically give them a full monopoly into that market as Mm. was their basis. And it's like, but at the same time, I'm like, Oh, you mean the thing Google just failed at miserably (laughs) that, that thing, like, you know, I'm sure isn't isn't Amazon failing at that right now. Amazon is actively failing at it. You know, it's, (laughs) it's, it's not a, and I think that's what they're going to appeal is like, this isn't a market, really. It's a service they provide on top of their regular thing, but it's not a market. Like, I mean, doesn't a- Nintendo do that with their like, uh, like retro shop or whatever it's called, like where they send out those like old uh, NES and Super Nintendo games to like for people to play like that's on that monthly subscription. Isn't that what they do there, too? Well, no, no, no. That's uh, the streaming stuff on Nintendo is when you buy like control on Nintendo and they stream it to your switch because the switch can't actually run the game. That's the, that's the streaming stuff on switch. But yeah, I don't, it's, it's one of those things where I kind of agree with Justin. I think it's going to be, end up being a speed bump, but it's a significant speed bump. It's something they have to, you know, it's going to cost a lot more money. It's going to, you know, a lot more legal fees. There's, you know, a whole new process. They've got to get time in front of the court, in front of an appeal, and all that stuff now. And, you know, who knows when this ever goes through. So, I mean, I guess maybe they didn't make a good enough case that, like, hey, streaming Call of Duty is going to put a huge dent in PlayStation's market share or something. I don't know. But... So do you think now that with this being blocked, do you think that they hold off on releasing a new Call of Duty like this year and wait until next year or? Uh, that would be hilarious if like Bobby Kodak's like, all right, bet no Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're, oh, you're worried about that, about us making a bad version for a place. How about we make no version? How about that? <laughs> all right. See, see you all in 2024. <laughs> maybe see half yeah. of you in 2024 yeah. see you in 2024 if this passes i got billions baby i got billions i can just ride this train guess what 
when this merger goes through, we're going to drop the hottest shit you've ever seen because I've been developing it for five years now. Don't even <laughs> worry about it. Like, I mean, this is the levels of petty I aspire to, but <laughs> I doubt that would happen. But man, I would laugh my ass off if it did. Yeah, like, fine. Be that way. Yeah. I mean, I I will take my ball and go home. I have no problems. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's just a lot of, I mean, Phil Spencer was out there being like, hey, this doesn't mean anything for Microsoft, like us in general, like we're actively trying to get this to happen and looking forward to the day it does, but we're still rolling with everything we got, you know, it basically, essentially a statement was we didn't put all our eggs in this one basket, so we're okay, <laughs> and that was, and that was a message that went out to, like, internal employees, Probably just to being like, hey, guys, no one's getting super laid off right now because this this hit a hiccup. So don't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, I, I I imagine there's a little a little stress on their end. We've t- we've covered it many times. So I think they're kind of hoping this acquisition shores up a lot of their release schedule. And. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would have been too late for this year, but. You know they were counting on 2024, <laughs> you know, being like, "Hey, this is the year we're flooding the release calendar because we got all this Activision stuff." But who knows? Maybe, maybe by 2024 it is. But what seemed like a lock a couple, like even a month ago, now now isn't. So we will see. So that's yeah, that's another kind of interesting thing, right? Because like Diablo is going to release this year, right? Yeah. So my that's all just going to go to Activision or is mm-hmm. Microsoft going to see any of that? No. No. I mean, they'll see the same amount as Steam or PlayStation. Mm. At this point, they'll get their uh, you know, hardware manufacturers cut of any version that gets sold on their platform, but outside of that, nothing. Wow. But okay. but I mean, the price is locked in. I mean, granted, it's what eighty-six billion dollars or whatever. But if Diablo becomes a massive hit, that price is still eighty-six billion dollars. It doesn't jump up to a hundred just because Diablo's yeah. a hit. So it's just a bummer, though, because that would have been like a substantial amount of revenue that probably would have decreased that eighty-six billion dollar loan. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> sure, know? for sure. But I, I mean, you can. You, my point is, you can also flip that to be like it it also makes that seem like a better price if all of a sudden you have a massive hit. So yeah. And also it guarantees that we're going to get a Diablo five sooner than 10 years after the previous game. So, you know, cause they're <laughs> going to want to make their money on that franchise. Well, I mean, they've been wanting to make money on halo too. And that, that ain't <laughs> so. they just let that ship sail. <laughs> yeah. But nobody wants more cat ears, floppy cat ears. Uh, we, we didn't talk about that at all. How like, Hell of big Halo people are leaving Microsoft entirely now. And like one guy is going to develop a game for Netflix now and stuff mm. like that. And it's, I mean, sure, a lot of these people have been with Halo for literally decades. You know, like one guy was there since the beginning, but I, are they being shown the door or are they just throwing their hands up and being like, I'm, I'm done. We're out of here. Um, because I could see where Microsoft might be like, hey, you know what? Uh, your guys' timeline and path has brought us to this. Maybe it's time we uh, maybe it's time we give the, the reins to someone else. But I could also see where they would be like, hey, 
all all your uh, backroom dealing has led us to this, and I can't deal with it anymore. So maybe it's a little column A, maybe it's a little column B. Who knows? But I find it interesting, and it kind of seems like they're just saying "fuck Halo Infinite" at this point, <laughs> which which is wild considering what that game was supposed to be for them. Dude, it's just crazy to me that they put like they pushed the game back to make it good and then they just let it die. And it's like what why? Like why did you go through all this extra work and hours of manpower and whatever to make a better final product if you're not going to fucking do anything with it? Well, and also the game was good. Yeah, it is good. It yeah. yeah. It is a good game. Like it's it's really good. And then nothing like you built a whole game around a multiplayer that has a live service model except you didn't create content like like at least get maps out there if nothing else even if they suck it's content just get them out the door you know like oh man freaking put whoever's in charge of games with gold in charge of the halo franchise you know like the hell (laughs) But yes, depressing, depressing. Um, can we talk about, uh, Justin, tell me about Vampire Survivors. Yeah, so it came out that Vampire Survivors, getting an animated series, it is currently in the works. And, you know, I think it's interesting that I guess they're getting a, uh, you know, animated series because... It's so heavily like inspired and based off Castlevania that it's like I almost kind of wonder, since we already have a Castlevania animated series, what they're going to kind of do with it. But I'm really happy for them. Like if any indie game, whatever, deserves to get like an animated franchise, I'm really happy that it's Vampire Survivors that's, you know, getting it. Uh but it's a game where you run around in circles and kill things. Right? I mean, yeah, but old school so, Castlevania is literally so, you going from left to right killing things. Yeah, but it's there's platforming and there's a little bit more to it, I think. There's and there's actually like lore, like right? Like with Castlevania, there was actually like, you know, the Belmonts and like people that you knew, uh, and there was an actual reason that the people were doing what they were doing. Um, like it seems like Vampire Survivor, there's really not a lot of that. And so I guess you have a lot of free room to create the lore, but you know, I'd be a little concerned, right? Just because like you're making everything up as you go. Uh, and I know it's been a minute since I played Vampire Survivors, but it's like I know they've done some updates recently and stuff to like the beast of P like whatever they've added some kind of backfilled some lore. I mean, it's not just spoon fed to you, but like behind the scenes and stuff, there's more lore to the game now uh, that wasn't there before. So they might have like some of that to pull from, but you know, at the same time, that is kind of exciting, I guess, in the sense that there is no beginning to end just, oh, well, the story has to be this because it's already preset. Like, they can basically do whatever they want with it at this point since you said it's so freeform. I mean, yeah, it's killing monsters and whatever, but they can take any number of directions with that. 
Yeah, I mean, does anyone play Vampire Survivors for the deep Dark Souls level lore of it all? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with Justin. It's just like, here's a blank slate. Make some cool shit. And so... Yeah. I get that, but do you feel that if you make a, a, a TV series based off of the game that you're tying the lore of the TV show to the game? Like, do you feel that, like, this constricts either platform? Um, I mean, if if they then change the game to fit what's going on with the TV show, sure. But I can totally see them being like, and there's a TV show. And here's the game, you know, just being two separate entities entirely. And if anything, I think that would probably be the smarter path to take. Because, I mean, the two DLCs they've rolled out for Vampire Survivors don't really seem all interconnected that much. It's just like, here's more characters and cooler areas to go to and different powers. And that's exactly what that game needs. It's just more more stuff, more more cool things to do with it. More things that when I'm at 28 minutes my screen just looks like freaking <laughs> pixel barf while things are dying in mass around me. You know, like that's, that's all I want out of vampire survivors. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I like, like Justin was saying, I'm, I'm excited for that team though. It's kind of insane where you consider where they were two years ago to now. Yeah. Like, getting animation deals and stuff yeah. like it's five nights at Freddy's or something over here. Like yeah. you, you've basically made it. <laughs> winning Man, BAFTA winning BAFTA awards over freaking Elden Ring like yeah okay like you guys you guys have done some things at that point so no nah, it's, it's it's just what, something to call attention because it's super rad as far as I'm considering um Shannon should we should we go down this dusty road I, I see there's a quaint place to pull over <clears throat> hello there friends Follow me, this old geezer, to a trailer, the one in the back, with no windows, I have some goodies for you, I promise. In this week's episode of Trailer Trash. I, I got weirdly, uh... Rapey? There, there, there. <laughs> yeah, he's been alone in the trailer park for a little too long. There's a lot of characters in a trailer park, alright? That's true. <laughs> Um, all right. So what, what is on the docket this week, gentlemen? Oh man. Uh, I, dude, I'll tell you, can we talk first about like, just, let's just get into the twisted metal teaser. All right, let's do it. Can we just do that one, please. Cause like I see that and it screams like these are all the people that auditioned for the fast and the furious and didn't get it. But like this TV show is going to be like a clusterfuck anyway. So we're going to put that in. We're going to let these people roll in this TV show. Um, I don't know about you guys. It's just a vibe I got. It looked very Fast and Furious adjacent. Like, actually, fast, like more Death Race adjacent. Yes. Yes. It death Race. 100% definitely. like Death Race. And it's one of those where even just watching the teaser, I know it's going to be bad. But I'm <laughs> so hoping that they just fucking lean into it. Make it as bad as possible because that's going to make it fucking hilarious. And that's what I want. Like, get fucking weird with it. Like, no one cares. Like, just give me eight episodes of just unadulterated, like, carnage and just really weird, like, get hokey with it. Yeah, I want them to to go headfirst into, like, over-the-top gore land. 
You know, like just I want I want scanners level shotgun heads blowing up. You know, like just the stupidest level. Like violence so over the top, it's hilarious. It's yeah. not even gross. You're just laughing at it. Like cocaine bear levels of Yeah, what yeah, exactly. I just I liked in the teaser trailer he had like a glove box full of shotgun shells for his like you know for his shotgun and then like you you see him and he's just firing guns off the front of his car it's like yeah. bro like if you need to use that shotgun <laughs> you're in trouble. Well, I mean you got to be able to shoot sideways. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, those those guns and the the you know windshield mounted guns there only shoot forwards. So so do so we do know do we know anything about this other than it's a TV show? Like do we know like any of the story like that they're no. like plot that this is following because what i would like to see is it's like a race right from east coast to west coast like post-apocalyptic but you have to get from like new york to la or some tropish bullshit right Mm -hmm. and then like there's like 10 people that start the race and you see everybody but they all kind of split off in different directions because it's just like a choose your own adventure right like however you get there it doesn't matter as long as you get there but you have like you know what the 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 ice cream truck and you got the dude on the Harley and you got like this guy with driving whatever a Camaro or Mustang and you got like you know everybody doing their own thing and then like every episode is basically just following the main character with him dealing with like one of these people right so like wow. each episode is a, it's his own race with like that shows like one of these other people him going up against them and murdering them eventually right I think that would be pretty cool like but, kind of like a villain of the week type of setup with yeah. uh and and it all leads up to Sweet Tooth. Yeah, for sure. Because right. I mean, that's Sweet Tooth is the only one that pretty much anybody knows, right? Except for maybe like I don't even know what the dude's name on the Harley was that shot the skeletons out that was supposed to be Death, but you know. Yeah, the uh, all I know is if you want a good time, YouTube the Twisted Metal Black vignettes. That is some <laughs> that is some dark material right there. Uh, but no, I I'm kind of, I'm definitely gonna watch like the first episode and just see what the hell it is. You know, uh, was it Samoa Joe supposed to be twisted or supposed to be a sweet tooth? I think, I think that's right, but I don't think he does the voice. So the wrestler Samoa Joe is supposed to do the, do the acting, but not the voice. Nice. Um, but yeah, it, it looks, it looks like my kind of dumb for sure. Uh, as long as we're talking about, so much violence it's hilarious let's talk equalizer (laughs) i love these movies they're so dumb but they're so rewatchable like it's like it's like pissed off denzel john wick (laughs) you know like they're so good yeah i mean fun i've never watched the second one uh i've only seen the first one and it's been pre john wick since i've seen the first one mm -hmm. and i almost wondered now that we have stuff like John Wick's like in the spotlight, how it holds up to those movies. Cause I still remember the first one being really good and enjoying it, mm-hmm. um, but I never knew if the second one was good. It kind of came out and I never really heard anyone talk about it or say anything about it. So I never watched it. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's the, it, like the first one's better. It's, it's, it's one of those. It's fine. It's fine. You know, but the, uh, this one looks like they they're back on their bullshit in a proper way. So. <laughs> they're like, we got more budget. We're we're bringing them back. Yeah, and uh, I mean, man on a mission. Denzel is probably my favorite Denzel. Like, 
give me give me a man on fire and those oh, type of yeah. movies like mm-hmm. yeah like sadistic denzel yes i'm in you got my money we're gonna say denzel went through like a phase where like that's all he did was like it was like vengeance or like just trading day (laughs) yeah it was just it was just a crazy string of movies where denzel was in it and like you knew it was just gonna be gold because like he was just gonna murder somebody um or a bunch of people or stick a, a, a suppository explosive up somebody's butt but um but yeah i mean that's that's the denzel i want right i mean I mean, there's a time for Remember the Titans, Denzel, and then there's a time for Equalizer, Denzel, and I'm I'm all about Equalizer, Denzel, right now. Yeah, to- Tony Scott, Denzel, you know, Man on Fire, that one with the train, like, yeah, give me all those. Those are good movies. Tony Scott, Denzel, that's that's what we wanted. <laughs> Rad. And then I did not uh, see the Black Mirror season trick season six because I've never watched Black Mirror. Okay, can I? I'm gonna say something before Justin goes off on his tangent about how much he loves Black Mirror. I hate Black Mirror, uh, but like this season (laughs) looks pretty good. Like, okay, look, I can't, I couldn't, I I can't get past the first episode of the first season. Like, that is a rough one to watch. Like with the pig and the the dude, the 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 prime minister and the pig. Like, I can't, I can't get past that one. That's just a hard one to, to watch. And then. The video game one was pretty hard to like, was just pretty weird. <laughs> so it's like, I'm kind of out on that series as a whole, but I will give you credit. Like this season has some pretty big name actors and the production looks pretty good. So good for you. I'm glad so, you're- Cause here's the thing. You don't have to watch them in order. Like realistically, <laughs> like they're all their own thing. And only a couple episodes really do callbacks to anything previously in the show. So mm-hmm. you can watch them in pretty much whatever order you want. It doesn't matter. Um, no, I love black. Well, so season one of black mirror. Great. Three solid episodes. Season two of black mirror. Fucking phenomenal. Like the season finale of season two of black mirror is like one of my favorite like finales of anything ever. It's fucking insane. And then season three is when we start getting into the season one was three episodes. Season two was four episodes. Season three, they jumped into, it was like eight episodes. And with more episodes, it starts to become real fucking hit or miss. Like I'd say about half the episodes are pure gems and then there's like two like real bad like clunkers and then two that are just like ah it's all right and then season four continues the trend of it's just like dude this sucks and then season five i was like dude they're back to three episodes again quality stuff fucking worst season ever (laughs) like it was the worst three episodes i've seen in my life like it was terrible and then they did the interactive movie uh, on Netflix, the Bandit Bandersnatch or whatever, which was good. I liked that. That was awesome. And I was honestly surprised they only did that once and didn't try ever doing it again. Uh, so that was kind of surprising. And then it's been, I don't know, a few years now since season five. So now they're kind of coming back season six. I'm like, all right, fresh start. Aaron Paul's in it. Like you said, a lot of big name people. I'm like, all right, we've recollected ourselves. We figured out what works and doesn't work through the last couple seasons. Let's make some magic. All right. Well, I'm happy you're excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I saw that there was a new season of what was it? Love and robots. And, uh, I'm pretty excited about that one. Cause I was watching that trailer on Netflix and I was like, 
That looks good. That last season was good, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, did you, you you watch it? Um, I think I got like halfway through that last season. Um, so I, yeah, the, I watched the first half. That that first episode where they come back to the planet, mm-hmm. uh, the robots, and they're trying to figure out what happened to humanity. Like that was great. I love that one. <laughs> and then uh, what was the other one that I really liked was the oh the 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 people with the giant crab on the pirate ship. Oh yeah, you know? that was mm-hmm. cool. That was super cool. Like <laughs> it was a good little like Lovecraftian horror slash whodunit all in the same little episode, which I thought played out really well. Like that was the one out of the whole thing where I'm like, I'd watch a show based around this guy. Like I'm <laughs> like the captain. I would like I would watch a whole thing of just like his day to day adventures. You know, like that would be that would be cool. Yeah. It's good. There's some good things on the horizon. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, what have we been playing, gentlemen? Oh, J- Justin, you go first, since you've actually been playing stuff. Yeah, so I've just been kind of trudging along through uh, my little backlog and stuff while two weeks till Tears of the Kingdom. So, mm. Are you starting I, to see that the gameplay videos are, or people are playing it now? I, I've seen that stuff come up. I have no intention of watching it. Like, mm, okay. I didn't even really want to watch the last trailer, and I did, and it looked awesome. And I'm like, okay, like I don't need to watch people play it uh, two weeks. Like I just want to be surprised. I don't want to know every single thing about it, because that was kind of the fun of the first game, was just running around, figuring out stuff. And it's like, I don't want everything spoiled about it for me so yeah. i've been staying away until it comes out but i uh i we were playing some more dead space today uh oh, i nice. made it to chapter four. Oh, so you're like uh, halfway through then yeah 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 about because yeah i think there isn't there like 12 chapters oh, 11 or 12 yeah yeah so yeah i think, about a third, I about think a third. it's like 12 but the 12th isn't like a big thing it's like yeah. the last thing because i'm like and i'm like i think halfway through maybe a little bit further chapter four so yeah it's been going good though dude the the lighting so good in it uh and i i like a lot of the uh the new stuff they added like the skill tree for like the plasma cutter and stuff has Mm -hmm. like the new like where when you rapid fire shots off like each bullet you can get it to where it does more damage with consecutive shots and stuff which is really cool which I got it upgraded to that point, but I also don't have plasma cutter ammo right now. So <laughs> I'm like, but when I do get plasma cutter ammo, whew, it's going to be nice. Start stomping on bodies. Get that yeah, ammo, man. Dude, all the time, man. I keep getting, I keep getting in the R1 and R2 mixed up and I'll like go to want to stomp and I just swing instead. I'm like, God damn it. And all the little bugs I'm trying to stomp and I'm just sitting there swinging as I'm being attacked. <laughs> uh, yeah, the little little pregnant fucking necromorphs that yeah. explode and get the little babies all over you. Fucking hate them. I, I do I do laugh though how that game highly incentivizes just desecrating corpses. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, constantly. <laughs> like it's a must. And I also think they added a lot more. Like save stations seem way more abundant now yeah. than I feel yeah. like they were. Like every major point has a save station and i feel like you just walk like almost like five minutes in like any direction whatever like save station like they're very nice with that and like same with the workbenches like there's been yeah, i was gonna say like oh, more... i need to get 
to a workbench and i'm like oh shit dude there was one like right here which is nice it's like instead of having one a floor now there seems to be like two or three so yeah that you can easily just like find and get back to and usually they're pretty good about like oh you just got a node workbench is right there it's like cool yeah let me use that right now uh, it's like it's like the uh, shopkeeper that's like, oh, you just got paid five bucks. Hey, guess what I got? Something yeah. that's for sale for five bucks, man. Yeah, let me show you my wares. Uh, so I've been playing that. I've been playing uh, some more Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, um, a little over halfway through. Uh, I've done like three cases, I think. I think I'm on my third case. Uh, and that's been fun. That's been a good laying in bed playing it type of game it's just super chill no quick time event if i fall asleep and drop the switch on my chest and it turns off not a big deal and i can save whenever i want so it's been a fun time just kind of sitting going through there finding finding guilty people and then mystery game here last night i uh got a little froggy played a little gym called mario golf i don't know if you heard <laughs> it oh really <laughs> oh yeah. so you wanted to punish yourself for a particular any particular reason and it made me think i was like dude which is that can be more ashamed of the fact that i went back and played skyrim or the fact that i played mario golf last night <laughs> or the red pants which one <laughs> or the, yeah. dealer's choice dealer's choice uh but yeah so i don't know i was feeling in the mood to play uh mario golf so i booted it up and they'd added like like three new characters or something like that since the last time I turned it on and like two or three new courses. So I was like, dude, dope. So I got to play through those and it was a lot of fun. Uh, one of the new courses was like all stars, uh, course. And it had all the levels are shaped like characters. Hmm. Like, so from above, like you look at it, like it looks normal, like when you're standing on it with rock and whatever. But then when you go into aerial view, it's like, oh, dude, this is fucking Wario and like Waluigi, like standing together is like the shape of the course. And there's like coins floating in the air that you can hit and a um, bunch of like weird little obstacles and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. And that was fun. And then one of the other ones was... I can't remember what it was called. It's like something shell, whatever, but it's like they're statues of like magic Koopas and Paracoopas and stuff. And they got a lot of like wind traps and stuff going on there. And so it was pretty cool though. It was a lot of fun. It was kind of took me a minute to kind of get back into the swing of things. <laughs> no pun, no pun intended. Yeah. Oh, jinx, yeah I beat jinx. you to it. <laughs> uh, but it's just cause it'd been so long since I'd played. I kept uh like overshooting and kept forgetting that I could do like intense backspin and stuff like that. And so I'd go through the course and then I'm just like mashing the button. I'm like, Oh fuck, that's an option you can do. And then, so I started doing, I'd like, dude, let me redo the course again. And they're doing this. My score just dramatically improved because I just kept overshooting shit under the green. And I'm like, well, what if I do intense backspin on it? And I like, kept it on the green this time. I'm like, yes. Um, so I just so like, did it did it take you a minute to like remember the controls like were you lost and like had to do like a couple practice rounds or go through a tutorial or do you just usually have a pretty good memory when it comes to video games that you haven't picked up in a while like i knew the controls for the most because i just experimented like when i first started doing my like pressing stuff and mainly it was like going into the aerial view that took me a minute to like figure out how to like check out the course and like see kind of like what i wanted to do and then just like getting that natural feeling back of like, 
oh, I know if I hit this, like getting that placement just right, like hit this right here, this hard backspin, it's going to land like right about here, trying to navigate around trees, like doing like the little bit, how much curve you want to put on stuff to try and get around things. Um, but it was like, it was a fun time. Like I just did solo mode. Like I wasn't doing like the actual like rush golf or anything crazy like that. I was just playing normal ass just golf chill golf yes. yeah just chill like take my time like nothing too crazy golf good yeah good. What, did, what did you play this week shannon so i've been playing final fantasy again but <laughs> here's my question to you guys like i find myself dealing with like game fatigue right like i want to play another game but i know if i go if i leave this game and I go play something else. I'm not coming back to it, right? Right. Because <laughs> like, right. I'm going to lose it. all of it. That's that's the thing that's been keeping me going with Dredge. Like, I really like Dredge. Kind of getting burned out on it. I'm right at the end, and I know if I go do something else, I'm never going back ever. Yeah, I mean, like the last chapter of like this Crisis Core game, and it's it's starting to get along in the tooth. Like, and they're starting to drag the game out too. It's like. You know, uh, in chapter nine, you're trying to get Cloud out of the mansion after he's been exposed to like a whole bunch of like, you know, he's got like basically like overdosed on like the Mako energy. Right. So like you have to basically carry him out of the 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 mansion. But like he can't just go out in his soldier outfit. He's got to go out in like a different outfit. So then you got to go get the clothes and the clothes are in a cupboard and the cupboard's locked and. You have to go downstairs below the mansion into the cave where the scientist is that got murdered or like you knocked out, not not murdered, but when you knocked it out, when you got out of the, your, your science experiment container, so you got to go all the way back down there and grab the key. Then you got to go all the way back up and then you got to unlock the cupboard and then you got to go back and get cloud and change them into clothes. And then you got to go outside and you got to put them down and you got to clear out all the monsters and you got to go back and get cloud and then you got to walk out of the zone. And then you got to do that like three or four times to get all the way out of the area, right? It's just, it was hard. Like, <laughs> I struggled, bro. Like, I was just like, come on, man. This is taking too long. Especially uh, when, like, you know you can just do it. Yeah. It's just time. It's like, what? Come on, man. Like, this isn't even a challenge. It's just you're making me do this. Like, yeah, and it's the random, and then there's like random encounters. So, like, you're running and you got to stop and you got to have a fight. And you're just like, bro, like, just let me finish this. Let let me just finish this game. Let me just finish you off, please. (laughs) You know? So, yeah, it's it's rough right now because I don't want to play this game anymore. (laughs) What's next, though? What's next? What are you looking forward to? Well, I got Dredge. Uh huh. And I got. Little little gator game, uh, nice. and I have a uh, so D- and Disney just released a new cart uh, racer. All oh, right, right, and uh, it's out in early access on Steam right now, um, and it's on sale, I believe, for twenty nine ninety nine. Um, so I figured thirty dollars is pretty good, and my son and I can probably play that together and have some fun with it because he's in the cars. So uh, I think we're gonna give that a try next because you know kart racers like they're fun they're you go through them pretty fast right so but also it's not like a game you quote unquote beat either yeah you can just play them yeah and like it's it's not like those controls ever go away right like we've played enough mario kart to pretty much realize where the gas and the brake and the drift and all that stuff is it's like timeless um so yeah i think it'll be a good palate cleanser but i'm i'm ready (laughs) to be on to something else 
I, I hear you because, yeah, like I said, the dredge is, you know, it's one of those things where I haven't had a lot of time to play this week, so I've just been chipping away at it. And the uh, it's it's just the thing of when you get to, you know, when you get to the the part and you take damage and you have to, like, limp back to get your ship <laughs> fixed. And it's just, like... It keeps happening now in the later game, and it's like, man, this is just such a bummer. It's just such a bummer, you know? Like, it, the game was was moving at such a good clip, and it feels like they're just padding it at this point. And so, yeah. I don't know, man. Would you say it hit the Cult of Lamb kind of peak for you, where it's like, oh, dude, like, you kind of hit that towards the end of the game where you just kind of are getting turned off by it a little bit? Not that bad, because it's... It, it, where Cult of Lamb just be, it's like, oh, this is just a grind. Like, I'm still finding cool story stuff. I'm still, like, doing neat things. It's just the, uh, just that, that part of it where it's just, you need to, you need to get things fixed. You need to go repair stuff. You need to do all the, and it's just, man, come on. Like, really? Do I have to? Do I have to? So, so here's like, here's that question I have for you guys. Like, you hit that point where like you're starting to feel that fatigue set in with the mm-hmm. game. Now, is it like just a point of a uh, pride? Like I want to finish this game or is it, you know, I paid the money. Like I want to finish this or are you happy being like, you know what? I've gotten my feel of this game and I'm happy to set it down here and never come back to it. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel when I'm that in to something, it's like, I got to see it through. Like I have to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's a lot of times where it's like, yeah, I, I got what this game is. I'm good. And I'll set it down and walk away, you know, but mm-hmm. this, when, it, when you know, you're right at the end, it's, <laughs> it feels, it feels like you lost at that point. Like the game beat you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess it depends. Cause yeah, there is certain things where if you're like right at the end and it's like, man, like I'm not really having like that much fun, but it's like, dude, let me just finish it real quick. I could see, I guess it depends the level of investment. Like there was like dodgeball academia and like mm-hmm. the soccer story ones. I played those for a while. I didn't beat them. And I don't remember what happened that like made me stop playing them but I just kind of like fell off and I don't think it was necessarily like the game's fault. Like I wasn't sitting there like, Oh dude, like this fucking sucks, but there's times where it's like, you just get stuck or something. And then it's like, dude, I don't know. Like, do I want to really continue on doing this? Like, is my time worth it? If I'm not having fun, what's the fucking point? Like I already work one job. Like, Why do I need <laughs> another job to just yeah, sit here? And 100%. Get this? Um, mm. So I also forgot I, I played Cassette Beasts uh, this week as well. Oh, that was that like Pokemon yeah. game you were talking about? Yeah, but it, yeah. It's, it's like eight bit, right? So it's not eight bit. It's very much kind of in the I would say like Ruby Sapphire kind of Game Boy Advance style. So like high high fidel, like higher pixel art, like from above, uh, like when you're in the overworld walking around doing stuff. It's very much kind of like a, that's more like red or blue, kind of looking like a little higher, maybe gold, silver, 
looking, but it's 3D and it's like you can kind of run around. You can jump, which I, I do enjoy being able to do that. And but then when it goes into battles, it kind of becomes very uh, Ruby Sapphire and it's side by side. And what makes it interesting is it's like Pokemon meets Digimon in a way because you yourself are the cassette beast. Like you have a little cassette player and your Pokeballs are blank cassettes and that's what you trap these monsters on. And then when you slap the cassette in, you become that monster and you have their health bar, but then under their health bar is you as like a human's health bar. Because when you're trying to catch a cassette beast, uh, you you can't be them. So you have to be a human and like outlast like you're trying to like it takes like a turn for you to catch them and it's like it's not always a hundred percent and it kind of tells you what the percentage is of catching them depend on like how much damage you've done to them uh like what turn you're doing it on like any negative status effects that they have so very similar to catching a pokemon but they kind of make those numbers more apparent to you uh whether or not you're going to catch it and one of the interesting things about it is that there's certain ones that when you catch them give you abilities in the overworld. So one of the ones you catch early on is like this Mothman kind of person. And he lets you do like a glide down, like kind of swoop glide to get across gaps and stuff. And that helps you. You need it at the beginning part of this overworld to like get across this gap to go turn on some elevator or do something like that so uh there's ones that give you special abilities and they level up i think level five is like the max or it's like when they hit level five they get some new like special abilities and stuff with them and then there's a chick who's in your party who also has a cassette beast and then at one point the two of you uh since your compatibility is good or whatever that you fuse together and your two cassette beasts become this new like combined version of the two cassette beasts and special moves and can do whatever and it's pretty fun i don't know uh if i'm really gonna play that much more of it and it's not because the game itself is bad or anything but it's just with zelda coming out and whatever i don't think i'm gonna get super far into it before that happens and then mm. i just never end up going back to it but like the soundtrack's dope and the art's fun uh and if you're into pokemon games and stuff i think it's definitely like worth checking out like i could see like your kids being into it Zach. i don't know if it's on game pass like, I know it's on PC Game Pass right now. I don't think it's on console Game Pass at the moment. Uh, so that might take a minute. But I'm sure it will come to it at some point. But What? Did you say what you're playing it on? Uh, I was playing it on, since it's on PC Game Pass, I was just playing mm -hmm. it on my laptop. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. But I think, yeah. So I'm sure I I think you could probably through Steam Deck you might be able to yeah it is it is um, it is Steam Deck verified too so you can't play it on the Steam Deck very cool very cool my my platform of choice these days <laughs> I think it's thirty bucks though if you want to get it on Steam on the Steam Deck oh, okay so you might want to see if you can get it through your 
<clears throat> games with gold through your on your Steam Deck. So you yeah, can play yeah. cloud stream it. Cloud or streaming like it. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Will do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm, before before yeah. we go on to the spoiler talk. Before we go into spoiler talk. Mm-hmm. How hyped is everybody for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three coming out next week? Pretty hyped. I hope I can actually get time to go see it. But uh, pretty hyped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say. you just you just reminded me that I was like, dude, I need to get tickets for that like ASAP <laughs> because that shit's gonna fill up. Because I it's one of those where I really want to see it like Friday because mm-hmm. God knows spoilers are gonna be abound on Twitter that uh, weekend yeah, for sure. And yeah, you're gonna have to mute like everything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and last thing I want to do is just like go on Twitter and someone like took a picture of like Rocket dying in the theater and it's like, hey, yo, dude, the squirrel just died. I'm like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> like, so I definitely don't want that to happen. But I am excited. I I was trying not to really look at. Uh, I I take Rotten Tomato reviews with a grain of salt anyway, especially after they bashed the Mario movie. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw, I guess, a lot of people's complaints about the Guardians movie is like said it was too dark. And I'm like, that just makes me want to watch it even more. I don't know what you were expecting, man. Like they've said it's the final ride numerous times. Everyone knew going into this, it's going to be fucking sad. Like in some ways in my head, I'm almost thinking that this might be the actual like my end of the MCU. You know, because it's like the last one of those like super established teams, the super established characters from the first movies and the and the first main run that everyone loved. And like they haven't done a good job of filling in the gaps after that. And it's kind of like that last that last ride with this team that's kind of the last thing standing from that era. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay, let's let's see what they got. Might be a good time to to say goodbye, you know, or or something to that to that side. So we'll see. And then the Eternals show up at the end of it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Well, anyway, do we have spoilers this week? I don't think there's really much to talk about. Uh, I mean, I'm caught, I'm caught up on Ted Lasso. That's I'm, all I got. I'm not. So I, I, I need to watch last week's episode still. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think the sirens are quiet this week. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it. I still need to go see Renfield. I haven't seen Renfield yet. Was oh, that out? I really, yeah. Oh, it came. It came out like a couple weeks ago, and so I really want to see it. But me and Megan just haven't gone to see it yet. And like every weekend, we've talked about going to go see it, and then just something else has happened, and so we just haven't gone to see it. I got three more weeks, guys. Three more weeks, and then I get a couple days of my life back. It'll be great. Because let me, let, okay, I'm glad you're both sitting down. Here's my schedule. Here's here's a week for me, okay? All of these start with, first, I go to work all day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, then, let's see, the boy has hockey on Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, or and she also has dance on Monday. Tuesday, she has dance. Wednesday, they both have swimming. Uh, Thursday, there's softball practice. Friday's baseball practice. Saturday is baseball practice and a softball game and Sunday's baseball games. 
literally every day. You lost uh, me after Monday. He has hockey. <laughs> yeah. that, that is my life right now. <laughs> Justin's so, over there, like punching himself in the junk. Like, no, yeah. not gonna do this. <laughs> Never. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, softball ends after this week, thankfully. Mm, nice. And I got three weeks left of baseball. So, so at least I get my Thursdays and part of my Saturday back. Mm-hmm. So. That'll be good. That'll be nice. good. Well, I pray for you, my boy. Yeah. So if you're ever wondering, how come you haven't watched that show? That's why. That's why. <laughs> you're like, how have you haven't watched? You're like, first of all, yeah. I work every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things. It's like, I, I want to hold up a sign that says, don't ask me if I have, if I've seen this show, I haven't like, just <laughs> don't even ask. I, nope. I have not watched that show. Whatever you're I don't even care what it is. I don't even care what you're going to say. Just nope. haven't watched it. <laughs> so, well, uh, on that note, Justin actually take us in for a landing this time. You know what guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, why don't you head on over to the Discord? Do you think Donald and Goofy are huge cucks? Let us know. <laughs> and while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, this was the best talkie I've ever heard. Also, go be great. You took my joke. I was going to say, what do you mean you don't know the difference between Takis and Takis? <laughs> I've never tried the blue ones. 